Previously on the lineage of Moonreach, we had taken a carriage to Roundfoot Town, and it seemed that bad weather was on the way. Partway there, we encountered a little gnome guy, who we healed and brought back to health, who was one of the refugees who had escaped the town that had been sieged. He led us to a secret entrance into the city, which led to a cave. Um, on the entrance of the cave, we encountered a small contingent of very shitty <laughs> available and Rothian soldiers, and there was like a hobgoblin in there, and I threw him off a cliff. It's a long story. But one of them, Krellis, we took with us. He had a family. He was a juggler. Um, but we used him to help explore the, the cavern, but when we put him on a minecart, things went awry. And then we went to investigate and found a brand new crazy monster in there that we had to dispose of. Everything went to total shit when a bunch of ice suddenly lit up in the cavern. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Alright guys, welcome, welcome back. This is the D20 Syndicate Real Play Podcast, The Lineage of Moonreach. I am Seth, yeah, how old, how old the moon everyone? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As you can tell, I am the DM, because they do exactly what I say. I'm Seth. <laughs> and around the table are the players. Uh, so go ahead and introduce yourself, players. I am Tomas. I play Tomar Iron Fist and do a lot of the other stuff. Elijah, <laughs> I'm Herstag Tree Hollow. I'm Lindsay, and I'm Pinwin Dingleroot. I'm Michaela, and I play Gorble Ice Tower. All right. So, yeah, each week, um, I think we decided now we're going to do uh, twice a week, we're going to do a one and a half hour episode, and uh, it'll be a split up session. One at the beginning of the week, one at the end of the week. Yeah, I think that's what, you know, and if you're listening to this on a Wednesday and it just came out, we changed our minds. So, <laughs> yeah. So, if you, you heard the first two inaugural episodes, they were much longer. That's not going to be a regular thing. I was just a, yo, we launched, suck on this. And yeah. Then, yeah. But this is what, five now? So. No. This, this is, is four? So we oh, were, this would be, this would be like seven now. Yeah. When we split it up. <laughs> yep. Decent. <laughs> All right. We're way far now. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is half I'm a season for some TV shows. Um, but yeah, should so. We start putting it out to the public. Yeah, we probably should. I by mean, the time every, I mean I mean by the time you hear this it'll be out and we'll sound stupid for even saying that. Yeah, I wonder when I mean it's it's hard to think about it but it, I mean it's 2014 now. So whenever you guys are listening <laughs> Someday <laughs> we'll have figured it out. Um, no, it's actually not 2014. It's 2000. It's, it'll be 2019. Yeah, when we're, this is the future right now. Yeah, we're in the future. So we should Man. be talking about current events, like how the world's on fire. Yeah, but also underwater. <laughs> but, but at least you can listen to the podcast in this water world that While has you're happened. Driving to work in your flying car. 
<laughs> also known as a boat in this world. 2019 got lit. <laughs> Flying boat cars and, and shit. People using starfish for money. It's great. <laughs> um, I'm low on sand dollars. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, like and subscribe. It's so easy to counterfeit. Can't you like cut those? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they'll grow back. Yeah. <laughs> Just doubling your income. That inflation rate is going to be insane. <laughs> More like flotation rate. Well, oh. <laughs> Uh, well, here in 2019, we haven't had time to consider the economy what, with all the explosions. And- I mean, we're using goddamn starfish for money, guys. Come on. <laughs> Shit's bad. Except on the D20 syndicate. Yes, where we go, back to, a simp- a <laughs> we go back to a simpler time. Um, but yeah, no, like and subscribe, guys. Make sure you hit that like or subscribe button, whatever platform you're listening to it on, and make sure you show and listen to it with all your friends. And... Uh, you know, buy all of our merch. I made underwear that has Tomas's face on it. Um, on the seat, just like when you were a kid. I was like, on the front or the back? <laughs> Ladies' choice. You can piss out of my mouth. <laughs> pull a dick out. Which is like the reverse of what normally happens. Yeah. Can you slap where it's like your nose is? That's like gotten so. Is that a big nose joke? No dick nose. <laughs> uh. We have fun. Eventually, we'll actually play D&D on this podcast. So. <laughs> um, I want more dick nose jokes. <laughs> I came here for the dick nose, and I'm leaving because there's no more. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Each week, we play D&D, and uh, <laughs> we, that's what you're already, listening to. Yeah, the, the, Let's just we've already iterated upon this several times by now. Well, I think they might have lost track <laughs> on account of the dick nose. Come on, it's 2019. They only have so long before the bears come and get them. <laughs> and the oxygen runs out. The water bears. <laughs> that have gills now. Man, this is, this is... I mean, we're only three weeks into 2019, and it is terrifying. Yeah, I feel like we need to make a campaign about 2019, because it sounds way more crazy than our current Wait, campaign is. have you ever seen a water bear? That's a thing. Oh my god, they're the cutest. They're little though. They're they're micro animals. Oh, the water bear. Water bear. I just, oh yeah. I just they're, looked it up because I thought it was a thing. Yeah, they're like a microorganism. It was just a dream I had. <laughs> <laughs> they look like little buttholes oh, with cute. arms and legs. Very cute. Yep. Google search that while you're watching. For an eight-legged creature with a whole face. It's really cute. They look like if you mixed a butthole. A spider and like a naked a bear mole and a sharpay, <laughs> and they're very cute. Somehow, yeah. All right, guys. So uh, let's hop back into it now. Um, <laughs> it's a lighthearted mood for you guys having just destroyed an enemy, and as you will remember, as you turned on the other side of the tunnel, I don't remember. <laughs> the other side of the tunnel, there was many eyes lighting up, glowing yellow in the dark. No mice don't glow in the dark, do they? They don't. Okay. What kind of eyes do glow in the dark? Non no mice. Were the <laughs> eyes like on top of each other? Were okay. They different Let's eyes? get in. Totem pole. Let's, like Jawas. God. This is something we would be able to if they're see. In, if they're Let Jawas. me get into it and I can describe it. So you guys just asking questions. If they're Jawas, then that changes us up completely. What do you mean? They're gonna steal us. Oh, I'm gonna fuck up them Jawas. They're not jealous. Punch him right in the dark of his hood. Yeah. All right. So, you guys turn, and these eyes, there are many scattered around in the darkness, and they but they stay low to the ground. How low? 
within five feet from the ground. I think they're hmm. cats. <laughs> Big ass cats. Raccoons. Maybe? So as you uh, as you continue to watch, they step forward, and you can see <laughs> the lights going out in the eyes. And torches being lit. And standing before you are about a dozen gnomes with goggles. <laughs> oh. oh, that's they so much better gnomes. than I thought it'd nice. be. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't Ooh. shoot a spell at them. Yeah, I was going to be like, run, and then I was going to charge at them and cut them down. <laughs> <laughs> I think I speak for everyone when I say you scared the shit out of us. Yes. <laughs> sneak up for a week. in a cavern. Uh, one of the gnomes that is in kind of the front of the group steps forward. Well, we're real sorry about that. Um, uh, we were These handy little gadgets we made uh, help us see in the dark and uh, we didn't know we were going to be encountering anybody down here. Well, we didn't a, either. We almost shot you. It's a well, good thing you got here when you did because we were just fighting a monster not two seconds ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's one of the rock elementals, probably. Yeah, they, they, uh, they guard this area for us. I'm so sorry we killed it. Oh, it's okay. It'll uh, it'll come back shortly. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so who are you? Um, and uh, are you soldiers? Because otherwise, we're gonna have to kill you. Uh, no, we're not soldiers. Uh, we were here because uh, some refugees from town came to our village seeking help, and we were coming here to uh, stop the soldiers. Hmm. Who you are know, you? typical hero stuff. Hmm. Well, Y'all I'm- are being sieged, aren't you? Oh yeah, we're we're being sieged real bad upstairs. Um, but we uh, we escaped we're these being tunnels. Sieged up the wazoo. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we escaped to the tunnels deep below, and only we can navigate them. So uh, we're safe for now. Um, are you all that's left? Um, I, there's there's factions in in the town that are that are uh, resisting and uh, hiding. We believe, but we've lost contact with them. So um, we're we're all a little worried. But are you uh, doing anything to fight back? Well, right now we're trying to. Uh, kind of bolster our strength and and uh, heal our wounds. There's a lot of us injured down here. This is just a few days ago. Um, but but why why are we talking in here? Let's let's uh, come to some place more comfortable. You guys can follow us if you like. We'll keep the torches lit so you can uh, uh, make your way down the passage. Thank you. Uh, so so he, they start walking down the direction you guys were potentially heading in before you were stopped. By the How monster. are these gnomes looking? Are they like young gnomes? Or are they older? It's a, it's a smattering of ages. Uh, you can see some old ones. Uh, the uh, Quinn who talked to you, um, he... Oh, he said his name? I might not have said it out loud. Sorry. His name is Quinn. We'll pretend that he did say his name. Because you did ask, who are you? Um, but uh, he's, he's a bit older. Uh, he's bald on the top with a long uh, grayish beard. And uh, he's uh, got broad shoulders, and he seems to be kind of the leader of the bunch. They kind of seem to defer to him, um, and you can even see him uh, when he interacts with them as you guys are walking. They all they all seem to kind of respect who he is. How old is he? Uh, he would be the equivalent of like later middle middle age. Uh, where were you all headed when when you were coming up this way? Were you just inspecting the the noise that we were making? Yeah, uh, well, we saw that the uh, the uh, carts started just ripping, roaring around these places. So uh, we we thought we'd best investigate. Okay. Is Roundfoot Town two words or one? It's it's all one. Is it Roundfoot Town or Roundfoot <laughs> Foot Town? town. Oh, there's two T's. Two T's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Heading on down Roundfoot Town. He's just leading the way. He uh, he leads you guys. That you guys go down with the group. How many um, are there in the group? 
Uh, about, I think, 12. I said. Oh, that's a big yeah. group. Yeah. Um, and you guys head uh, down the tunnel, take a few twisty turns, and uh, eventually you guys come out into a large cavern. Um, the ceiling is about 40 feet above you, and it's about 40 feet wide. Um, pretty big, and you can see that it goes on for quite a while, but it looks like off in the distance you can see there's some turns and and uh, and stuff. And uh, they kind of stop there and and look look around at you guys. Uh, so uh, let's let's get some some names around here because everybody's friends down here. I'm Tomar Quinn. Nice to meet you. Hey, nice to meet you too, Tomar. Herstag. Herstag. All right, we got we got a couple of dwarves here. Looks like we got a halfling. What's your name, lad? Hi, I'm Pinwin. Hi, Pinwin. And uh, you're you're quite tall. Yeah, I feel like I kind of stick out around here. Oh, that'll go away. Don't you worry. How well, tall did you say the ceiling was? Forty feet. Okay, so she's not like bumping into anything. No, no. <laughs> right. Gorble, pleased uh, to meet you. Pleased to meet you, Gorble. Um, well, uh, welcome down here. This is uh, it's our little uh, temporary community. Uh, there's there's some of us down here. Um, like I said, healing, and uh, we're we're doing our best to. Uh, keep them out of here uh, without uh, losing a complete foothold in our town. Well, Herstag knows some healing magic and may be able to help you with some of that if you have... How many do you have that are injured? Oh, probably probably a hundred, maybe. Ooh, Ooh that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, any any help is, is good. Yeah, um, me, we've me been... and Gorbs, we, we got some stuff too. Oh, Pretty helpful. You all a bunch of healers. We're very lucky to have run into you. Yeah. And you, do you have healing too? No, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm, I'm the. the you're the, protector. you're, you're the brawn. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we've been pretty successful with the. No, I was going to ask a question. Oh, character. okay. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, we've been pretty successful. We've got uh, some of the the stems of the legatha tree down here that have. Uh, we've been taking some of the water, but we don't want it to use it all up. So we've been very, very careful with it. But. Um, um, you guys are welcome to help, and we would appreciate it very much. You name your trees, too? Uh, well, it's kind of an old tree. It's, it, I, it wasn't named by me. Herstag knows about some trees with some names and stuff. Oh, do you? Uh, well, I just know one tree with a name. Uh, Laethandria, <laughs> have you ever heard of that? Tree? Um... I, I, I don't I, I don't often run around asking trees their names yeah. but uh, <laughs> I'm sure yours is a lovely tree we just got the roots here um, the actual tree is miles and miles from here oh okay how big is it um, well it's it's a pretty tall tree it's I, I've never seen it myself but rumor has it that it's a hundred feet tall maybe it's it's a large tree well if you're looking for a quick exit uh, Herstag can actually transport people via tree to other locations where there's other big trees. Well, I mean, if we wanted to leave, we would have just left out that uh, the other side of this. There's plenty of exits out here. We're trying to get our city back, but we gotta get our bearings first. We gotta heal them up and figure out a plan on how to how to hit these guys where it hurts. Did you personally send out aid to anybody, or... I'm, I'm sorry? Or are you just gonna tr- try and take the city back on your own? Well, we're trying to figure that out actually right now. We've, uh, we're... Number one was getting people back in a ship shape, and uh, number two is going to be to take out some of these soldiers that have found their ways down here, and uh, that that's, uh, but they're they're going to be down here for a little while trying to find us. I can promise you that. Sounds like you're doing a really good job. Well, we're doing what we can uh, for now, but it's uh, it's definitely not been easy uh, to have your whole town attacked from the sky like that. <clears throat> what exactly happened? Uh, well, uh, 
sky got dark and uh, they and an airship rolled in. At least that's what I think it was. A uh, big flying ship. A uh, bunch of soldiers came in down. The air. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't air. It was airborne. And a uh, bunch of bunch of soldiers and hobgoblins. Those bloody bastards started coming down and and uh, landing in the city and. And, uh, yeah, just started attacking everything. There were some crowns guard. I don't know whose side they're on, but they didn't do much for help. Um, and now we're here. From what we've seen, they're not really here to help, so... No, doesn't seem that way. Yeah. Um, it seems that both nations have been in cahoots with each other yeah. as of late. I don't know if you've been to other towns, but this has sort of been happening all over the place. Hmm. Well, I had heard rumors about uh, different things happening, and uh, wasn't sure, though. Uh, a lot of... A lot of excitement goes down in this in this city. Most people don't uh, have a necessity to leave all the time, so uh, we kind of stick to ourselves here. But we always welcome guests, and uh, you guys are quite some guests if you showed up here with just the just the uh, five of you. And uh, and uh, you must be pretty powerful then, if you're planning on helping us. Yeah. Which I assume, based on the fact that you're all beaten and bloody and fighting demons down in the dark. We've defended our fair share of sieged towns, so we'll do all we can. Well, let's uh, let's break some bread so you know we're uh, we're all on the same page here. You guys look like you could use some, and uh, yeah, then we can discuss further. Uh, so if you'll follow me, and he turns, and the group kind of parts, and they kind of go off and do their own little inspections and and their little duties. You can see there's a couple of makeshift uh, like little shanty sheds along the different cavern walls, and. Uh, they, they've got, like, little campfires and stuff like that going. Um, there are, uh, where you, so you can tell that they, this is kind of where their their gate is in this section, so this is probably their safe, safe zone. Um, but he leads you down, and you can see in the first uh, the and the first, uh, are there little gnome guards with like little gnome spears? Like, yeah, <laughs> they, uh, they don't have gnome spears, but you can see that everybody who is like walking around has those goggles on that you guys saw. And uh, you can you can see that some of them are even lit up. You could surmise. Are there, aren't there any little gnome guards around me? Um, yeah, I mean, you're still in the group that was, you know, as you entered. I tap one on the shoulder. Uh, a guy with a long mustache looks up at you. He's got very pretty blue eyes. Aww. Hello. Hi. Surprisingly, pretty blue eyes. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. Anyway, not why I tapped you on the shoulder. <laughs> I was wondering, how do you guys control the rock monster? Well, it's not that we control him. It's that uh, he just doesn't bother us because we're gnomes. So he doesn't bother gnomes? Yeah. Anyone? Any, uh, we've never had any problems. He's uh, he's one of the many guards down in these uh, these parts, enchanted by the uh, the deep gnomes. There are more of them? Uh, probably, yeah. How are, are deep gnomes different from what you guys are? Are you deep gnomes? No, no, we're not not deep gnomes here. They live deep, deep down in the in the bleak place. I don't think I've ever met a deep gnome. Oh well, they don't tend to leave the underground. But uh, what is the deep, the bleak place? That's uh, just long miles, miles, hundreds of miles of tunnels deep below the earth. Cool. If you try to go down there, you'll <laughs> definitely get lost. I. I, uh, I lost an uncle that way. He just kind of pissed off down there. We, we still haven't found him. Old Zeke. We remember you fondly, Zeke. <laughs> he does a little, like, kisses, kisses his fingertips, touches his forehead, and points it up at the ceiling. My dad used to tell me about uh, a place called the Dark Place, uh, and that's where the, the gray dwarves live, and they come and they take you during the night if you've been bad. 
uh, called them Durgar or something like that. Oh, yeah, it sounds pretty similar, uh, except ours are fairly friendly. They're just uh, an isolated bunch. Hmm. Interesting. So is it just more rock monsters, or are there other oh, there's rock all, creatures? There's all manner, not even rock creatures, there's all manner of creature down there. Luckily, just here, we've got just a handful of, uh, of these creatures that, uh, like, we've got a, we've got a, a, a fire elemental garden, that door, uh, way on the other side where the uh, soldiers are trying to get through. So they know about the entrance? They don't know about, uh, that's the only entrance they know about, <laughs> And it's uh, jokes on them, because if they get through, they're going to have to face all flamey there. Is that, like, in the heart of the city, or...? No, it's down here. That's down here. Bottom of my So, uh, since we aren't gnomes, can you just give your your monsters a little heads up that we're cool? Well, uh, if you just stick just, with us and stick in the safety zone, I think you'll be just fine. Thinking out loud, trying to plan ahead. Yeah, that's a, I, I'd say uh, bring a gnome with you wherever you go. That's what my mama always told me. Oh, I'd like I your wink. mom. <laughs> well, if you stick near me, I'll, I'll make sure no monsters get their hands on you. No monsters? <laughs> <laughs> well, stick with me and I'll try not to put my hands on you. Oh, well. <laughs> he, he like looks around at the group. She's, uh, she's feisty. She's got a little bit of sass to her. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You remind me of my mother. <laughs> you said I haven't heard that one before. <laughs> You said there's another mm-hmm. guard? There's there's a handful walking around, yeah. Oh, a okay. murder of gnomes. Yeah, a murder. <laughs> but, like, a two that are just, like, holding, like, guarding the thing, though, right? Um, not just, like, standing on guard, oh. necessarily, but, yeah. They're, like, okay. kind of milling about. It doesn't seem like they have too much to be concerned around here. Okay. At least not with the stone elemental guarding down there. So we follow Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, you can look off to the left when uh, there's a big opening, and you can see light pouring through this tunnel. And about two, three hundred feet down this tunnel, you can see large knotted roots. And you would take particular note of that, Herstock, just these giant roots that are coming out of the, um, the cavern walls way down in what looks to be its own little cavernous room. There's even a pool of water around the uh, the roots itself and uh, it's a very it's very pretty there's even some uh, moss growing on it and even some plant life that is pushed through did we get um, a view of any massive tree when we showed up here Mm-mm. no okay he mentioned that it's miles away <clears throat> and we're with Quen right now yes okay and uh, and so um Quen where where is the location of this tree that you're talking about? Well, I've never actually visited it myself, but uh, it's it's said to be miles and miles from here, maybe 100, 200 miles or so. So outside of the city? Oh, yeah, so far away. I've never seen it with my own eyes, but, you know, there's a lot I haven't seen with my own eyes, so I, I couldn't even tell you if it actually is real. Um, do you know if there's any um, parts of it, parts of the roots sticking up um, in the land near the city or in the city at all? Um, I think I stumbled over a route before long ago, but uh, no, not I, I haven't seen any in the city. Uh, though there's a there's a strange group that uh, seems to be getting some wood from somewhere. They claim it's magical wood. Um, they're probably not doing much right now, considering the state of the city. But um, they they might be uh, people that would have information about it. Okay. Um, basically, I, I have a uh, a spell uh, speak with plants, and I was wondering if. Maybe there was um, 
some of this tree kind of sticking up in the city that maybe I could get some information about what's going on in the city. Well, um, you're more than welcome to do your tree talking with the roots down here. Maybe maybe it can uh, see. I mean, it's like I said, if, it, if the tree mythos is, is true, it's a huge tree, and it's far, far away, so those roots are deep. That's a good point. You might be able to get a lot of information about all over the place through this tree here. Yeah, that's true. I'll just, give it a shot after we uh, rest up a little bit. Fair enough. All right, right this way. And he uh, leads you down a little bit further, and you see that there's a, um, a big fork, but it's two huge tunnels, and he's leading you down the left one. Uh, where you can see kind of light coming through there. Um, looks like torchlight, a lot of it, off in the distance, kind of around a bend. And uh, this passageway is very dark to the right. But he leads you to the left, and uh, you guys hook around this little bend, and you come out in a massive cavern. You're completely overwhelmed by the light all of a sudden because it, it almost comes out of nowhere. You turn this corner, and then there's tons of torchlight, and you can see... This cavern is probably 500 feet across. The The ceiling of it is at least 60 feet. It's, it's taller than the one you were just currently in. And uh, there's tons of makeshift tents and, like, sheds and little shanties that have been built up. And you can see that there's cots sitting out and there's a lot of injured uh, townsfolk, a lot of gnomes. And you can see some other races kind of smattered in there, but it's mostly gnomes. And um, they are... Uh, there's different people walking around. You can see uh, there's some kids that are playing nearby, chasing each other. Um, other than it would be a very beautiful and, and peaceful place if uh, if it wasn't for all the injured folk that are lined up like uh, rows of soldiers almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, as you enter, he turns around. He says, "Well, welcome to our uh, our little temporary hidey hole. Um, feel free to uh, go." On down over to the mess tent, and they'll uh, they'll they'll get you something going. The the cooks probably got uh, bread and maybe some stew going today. I and it's pretty much all we got. Um, uh, I got a, I pulled a pebble out of mine the other day, but uh, you know it's 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 what we got, and it's damn good for what we got. <laughs> Can you explain more about what it looks like in there? Yeah. Um, so torches line the all the wall, and as I said, it's like 500 feet across, um, and you can see. Uh, thick chunks of uh, jasper poking out um, and which kind of catch the light as well and give it a nice little hue in certain sections of like blue and purple um, and yeah the on either side of this cavern are the rows of tents and then there's a big open center section where people just kind of like mill about almost like a temporary marketplace but nobody's actually buying anything there's just, like, a lot of cluster of people, like a little town square almost. Is anything, like, built into the stone at all? Or? There is. Along the back wall is what appears to be a ruin of an old, like, brick castle, but just a wall. And it only comes out about 10 feet, and it's only about 10 feet long. You can just see that off in the very, very distance. Perhaps long ago, there was some sort of settlement here. First hmm. this this seems sort of similar to what I imagined the old dwarven home in the mountain used to be. Like, this is how dwarves used to live. They used to build homes in rock, and this is actually pretty impressive. Um, well, yeah, I would say, have you never uh, 
been to like a dwarven city or anything? I never made it all the way to the ruins of Worker Egg, but that was part of what I was setting out to do when I first left Gorble years ago. But well, does this look dwarven or does it look more uh, like uh, it doesn't deep look gnome-y. dwarven? Does it? Yeah. No, with this this small section that you can actually like make out, uh, it it's too featureless to tell. No, there, the Dwarven City would have been much more elaborate, but it just just made me think of home a little bit. Well, I gotta say, I, I kind of like being underground. kind of feels natural. I agree. He indicates the mess hall down. You can see a, a larger tent uh, set up all the way on the other side, and you can see a steady stream of people in and out. Do you guys need rest? Fuck yes. Okay. Yeah, let's go then. Let's go get some rest. All right. How's Psycho um, doing? Psycho hasn't said much. He's, he when you he look didn't over even at him, himself. yeah. When you look over at him, he's like kind of like wide eyed, staring at the the beauty of the place. You like this place, Psycho? Yes, very much so. Me too. Me three. I Me can four. take it or I could take it or leave it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just live here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so new campaign. <laughs> no longer the wolves of Moonreach, or the wolves of Temporary Town. It's called Rock Town, Rock Steady. <laughs> and we rock and roll all night, sweet Susie. <laughs> anyway, what do you guys want to do? I want to rest. Okay. Um, um, before I rest, I would like to use my spell slots, okay. which I don't know if it's a great idea, but... I kind of feel bad for these people hurting, mm-hmm. so I'll try to uh, group up some of them uh, around my healing spirit, uh, cast it a few times, see how many of them I can heal. Okay. So each casting of it would be um, 10d6, um, if and probably like as many as I can fit in a little five-foot cube. So you will likely have to... Uh, most of the people that actually need it are going to be... In their laying in their cots, um, so they're probably not going to be able to move very well. Oh, you can see that very clearly. Oh, okay. <clears throat> hmm. And you can nice see a lot of though. injuries. You can see a lot of people with uh, sword and spear injuries that have been stitched up, uh, kind of as best as they can do down here. And you can see some people with burns. Those seem to be the predominant injuries. Um, are the are the cots grouped up like? Um, there's about there's a there's about a foot in between each of them. They're, they're in very neat rows. Okay, so what I'll do is I'll use my remaining slots and uh, I'll move the healing spirit um, ten times per cast, so I can get like two two here, mm-hmm. two here. So like just moving down the line over and over again with and, my. So how many times are you going to use it? Let me see here. Um, it's a second level spell. So, I've got... While he's doing this, what do you guys want to be doing? Um, finding a place to cozy up. Oh, you might want to get inside one of his radiuses there, then. Nine. I was thinking about it, but I didn't want to be a dick. Well, she takes a long rest, and she should be <laughs> fine, right? So, I'll cast it one. nine times, so that'll be... Eighteen, roughly, people, if you're doing um, two per... And I just follow him around, jumping into. Him. I'm just gonna, keep, I'm gonna heal them all a little bit, so it'll be mm-hmm. one round worth of healing per two that I can put the healing spirit in. Um, 
Basically, I need to add up how many dice I need to roll. Somebody keeps kicking the microphone. I scratched my face and hit the microphone. Oh. <laughs> so that's ten casts times six. Sixty? No, times t- ten d six. Times ten d six. So a so hundred. A hundred d six. Yeah. So. So a, a lot of them get a little bit of healing. I don't want to roll that many. <laughs> so we'll do it online here. Otherwise, I could have grabbed my... T- I didn't bring those, though. What if I roll 1d6 and then we say each of them got that? That's easier. Do okay. that. Mm-hmm. So oh, fuck. A hundred of them get two health points back. Okay. And are you just going to be walking while he's healing? No, I was kidding. I'm not actually going to do that. You could. Because it's anybody in a five foot. Yeah, anyone in the five foot. Oh, so fine. You, okay, I'll do so that. So you would be, if he does it so many times. Yeah, so you'll be back to full health. <laughs> and these people are feeling a little bit better. Some of them some of them seem fine now. Did nice. any of them catch on to what I was doing and start doing the same thing? <laughs> no, nobody nobody joined the uh, <laughs> the conga line of healing. Um, but, uh, no, you're fully healed now, and um, there's quite a few of the uh, of the hundred are now Seemingly a lot better. A few, not so much. Like it didn't really do much for them, but you know, maybe stopped what was uh, eventually going to happen soon. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then I need to rest immediately. <laughs> okay. So there's an empty cot <laughs> right there. You can <laughs> flop down on it if you want. <laughs> so her stag just <laughs> right, <laughs> right, and starts uh, snoring. Um, Pinwin, what are you doing? I'm going to play my song of rest. Okay. So that'll be so anyone who hears it gets um, however many hit points the D6 is. Okay. And this is a cavern, so it'll be pretty easy to yeah. to hear this song. So I'm gonna take out my loot. Yeah. And everyone will get six. Okay. So you like. This you start playing um, a song and singing it. What kind of song is it? Um, just like really, really chill. Like uh, I have my ukulele. Will that sound shit? Um, it might not sound great, but for now you can just kind of describe what kind of song it is. Like if it's got um, just kind of like a a sweet, slow moving one. It's happy and calming and okay. All right, so you guys hear this n- nice, pleasant little lute song kind of emanating off the wall, or echoing off the walls and coming from Pinwin. You guys recognize it immediately as Pinwin, uh, but you can see a lot of people actually like kind of co- poking their heads out of the little tents and stuff like that and looking, and er- just this magical... Uh, what color magic do you usually have? Blue. Blue waves of magic start to just kind of... Uh, sprinkle throughout the place and just kind of bounce off the walls and eventually the whole place has this pleasant blue glow while uh, while you're playing. At once, once Pinwin, once your song starts to fade. Does your song have a name? That's kind of what I was hinting at. Like, what's this song? Can I play different songs of rest? You can I mean, make yeah. up whatever song it it's is. The, you're doing a spell and it's your performance. Do you have a song of rest written? Huh? Do you have a song of rest written? I was just kind of playing one that was just like kind of simple and kind of calm. Oh, but yeah. I was wondering if you had like a real one because that would be one that cool doesn't for... have singing right now, but oh. it's like just 
but I, I just to keep in mind, it. you could you should probably have names for some of your songs that you have. That way, like if more people hear them, then they're like, "Oh, he's playing the Quill and the Raven or whatever," you know. That's cute. I'm bad at naming songs. I like that name. All yeah. right, so <laughs> that song of rest right there, the chill, simple one, is going to be called the Quill and the Raven. I like it. Quill and the Raven. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so once your song dies down, you guys start to hear. Everybody starts applauding for you guys for all your work, and you can hear some cheers. <laughs> Penman's going to blow kisses. <laughs> you see somebody in the audience catch one. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, every, you, while even though you're laying on the cot you get a bunch of people like rushing up to you, Herstag, and they like wake you up and they're like, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> and you too, Pen, when you're just like surrounded by people that are around and shorter than your height. And, um, <laughs> feels nice. <laughs> yeah. And they're just very, very thankful and slapping you guys on the back and just like not leaving you alone. <laughs> Trying to get some damn rest here. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> For my rest, I'm going to wander around the cavern area, like, Checking out the walls and looking at the structures and stuff. Okay, give me a, an investigation check on uh, with an advantage since you're taking your time. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, so you um, you're able to discern based on the carving marks that you've seen. My passive investigation is sixteen. Well, let's use that then, because it's way better. Um, <laughs> way better. Um, you're able to discern uh, and find very small marks that other people might miss, um, but you're you're doing a thorough examination, and you see you, you, it looks like a very very old uh, style of kind of cutting and carving stone that hasn't existed for at least like five centuries because it looks really rough. And uh, they've definitely improved since then. And uh, you could even surmise that because this, whoever had carved it, probably specialized in this sort of thing. That's an even older style of carving for that specific person. So you're probably looking at this cave being formed and shaped over a thousand years ago. Okay. And when you in, in get, get closer to that brick, almost like castle-y structure in the back, you can see that these stones are very, very old, but they're not any kind of stone that's found inside this cave that you've seen. Is there anybody in there? No. It's uh, it's just like a kind of a wall with a... You can see that up top there's like a collapse area where maybe there was some sort of platform to walk on, but yeah. Gorba, what are you doing? Resting. Resting? Okay. Mm-hmm. You plop down on a cot as well. Okay, so you guys uh, spend a little time like this resting, and um, yeah, what do you want to? What else do you guys want to do? Anything? Do we get a full rest? I mean, not a full rest yet, unless you guys plan on hanging out here for eight hours or six hours. I'll tr- I'll try to do a long rest. I mean, they don't even have a plan yet. That's true. Yeah, I um, think we have time for a long rest. 
Okay. Say. So you guys... I'll find Quinn, and I'll be like, um, where is he, by the way? Who? Quinn. Where oh. does he stay? Um, he... It's kind of it's it actually takes you a little bit to find him because there's so many gnomes down here. Um, but you eventually <laughs> I just go up to each one, Quinn, Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> oh, sorry, pal, he's that way. <laughs> oh, sorry, pal, he's that way. Sorry, pal, he's that way. Um, Progressively, high. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, he's the baddest motherfucker around. Um, yeah, so um, eventually you find him uh, a little ways away from the mess hall. Um, He's talking in a quiet cluster with a with a group of gnomes that are that also have like the goggles on and stuff. So probably people who are going down in the tunnels. And it's dark in here. Uh, no, there's there's torchlight all around. Okay. They don't have them on. They're just on their heads. Right. Kind of like what you would do. Well, I mean, I don't have it on my head if it's not dark. You know, mm-hmm. like if it's bright. Yeah. Um, so reverse of what you would do. <laughs> sure. And then I, I just nod at Quinn. I just wait for him to get done speaking or whatever. So, yeah, yeah. a moment later, they kind of walk off, and he uh, comes over to you. What can I help you with, pal? Did you did you test out the food in there? Uh, no. Uh, we all had some berries earlier. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, we stopped on the way to Roundfoot Town at another place, but... Oh, well, gotcha. Are, are you known for good food? Oh, Absolutely not. No, no. Especially not down here. Like I said, we're making do, but uh, it's, like I said, pulled a pebble out earlier. <laughs> sure. Um, not just... as nutrient-rich as you might think. Pebbles. Uh, They're not great. Oh, you, know, you actually ate a pebble? Well, I didn't intend to, but <laughs> I'm sure there was others that I missed. When life gives you pebbles, <laughs> eat the soup. You just eat them? <laughs> I was just going to tell you that everyone's kind of weary and tired from travel, and that... When you're ready to talk with us more, we'll be over in that area congregated around there. Um, but yeah, we, we definitely we definitely want to be involved with whatever you're planning, because we might be able to bounce ideas off each other, or, you know, you never know. All right, well, uh, that's that that's good. Uh, you, you all rest up, and um, it's probably real, uh, real rough work fighting a, an elemental out there, so uh, definitely... Rest up, and when you're ready, um, I'll I'll get some of my uh, higher ups around here, and we'll all, we'll all have a good sit down and a talk. Sounds great. In the meantime, just rest your rest your loyal, laurels there, uh, Tomar, and uh, and uh, try some of the food. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. And he kind of walks off. All right, so you guys spend the next six hours resting. And then I spend a few yeah. minutes getting my spells ready. Switched <laughs> out one. So that's like 10 minutes. Then I want to go around and see if I can... Um, do, do I see any gnomes that look kind of like... I don't know how I want to say this. Like magical? Like like they have... Like they um, are like wizards or... Well, you don't see any wizard hats down there. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean... You, you could probably maybe ask around and, and maybe po- get pointed in the right direction okay. if you want to do that. Um, yeah, I'll just go up to one of them. Okay. What can I help you with, boyo? Uh, yeah, I was just wondering. I've, I've heard from um, you know various sources that gnomes are uh, pretty good at magic. Um, do you have any mages down here at all? Uh, well, um, I don't, I don't know exactly, but, um, uh, I think, uh, I think old, uh, Hildo over there, I think he might, uh, he might be magical. 
He he claims he can do a trick or two. You said, what was his name? Hildo. Hildo. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. All right. I'll go talk to Hildo. <laughs> okay. So you, <laughs> you wander over, and uh, there's a kind of a crooked-backed gnome. He's real, real old, and he he looks up at you with like a his neck looks like it can't even support the weight of his big head, and he's got long, a thin beard, but it's long, and it's like a pale, pale white, uh, yellowish, kind of bony colored um, beard. He looks old as fuck, and he he kind of looks up shakily, his eyes squinty. Hello? Uh, hey there, Hildo. Um, so I heard that you were kind of the magical type. Do you have any uh, skill with magic? Who? Do you have any skill with magic at oh, all? Oh, oh, well, why didn't you say so? Uh, I um, I know, I know, I know magic. Check it out. And he puts his hands up in the air, and you can uh, see his hands starting to glow a little bit, and he starts, like, kind of bouncing his fingers up and down, almost like he's typing, <laughs> and he's, he, you could hear very softly, <laughs> and he gets louder and louder, and he... <laughs> and when he does that, the 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 magical energy dissipates for a second, and his in his hands is a long stick. Ah, there you go. I take it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He's a stick witch. <laughs> uh, Damn stick what wizard! What spell was that? I just made a stick. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Would you happen to have a copy of that spell lying around anywhere? I mean, I, I don't want you to cast it again. Like, you can put your hands down. I'm just wondering if you have, like, it, it written down anywhere. He or? slowly and shakily lowers his hands. <laughs> I, I might be able to write it down for you, if and you like. Yeah, I'd appreciate that. Okay, um, okay. What what kind of magic okay. is was he turns that? around and just starts walking away. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Very slowly. <laughs> is the stick still in my hand? Yeah. Okay. Does it look as special at all or is it just a stick? I mean it's it's shapely. It's tapered on one end. Oh. Almost like it has a handle on the other. Hmm. Well, I got a stick. <laughs> I'll put it in my bag. <laughs> I don't know if that went well or not. I might not see him again. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what do the rest of you want to do? Are we awake now? Mm-hmm. Um, I will play fetch with Shadow and like love on him and like snuggle with him. You notice that a lot of the little gnome children seem very fond of Shadow and they like won't they won't stop pestering him and at, when you get done with your rest you can see that he's like sitting very patiently as like a bunch of kids are like pulling on his ears like ah! <laughs> and like tugging on his tail and like two or three of them are sitting on top like kicking him with their heels like mush mush <laughs> Penwin is he okay with kids? I think so he just kind of looks over at you and sleepily closes his eyes <laughs> yeah he's doing fine he's a good dog um you guys have food? Um, Who are you talking to? I'll talk to the, the group. Have you guys seen if they had, had any food down here? Uh, Quinn did offer some. He said it's probably not very tasty, but it does the job. Well, I'd rather save a spell slot um, and go ahead and have some 
food. What is a spell slot? What do you mean? Yeah, in the in the world. Um, I'd rather save my spells or save some energy. Yeah, I've got yeah. good barrier ready, but I'll I'll uh, wait to cast it when we need it. Go eat some grub, some gnome grub. How about you, Gorble? What Maybe Gorble knows how to spice it up a little bit. I'm gonna head over to that little makeshift mess hall they have. All right, and uh, you head inside. You guys follow. I'm just gonna wait by the fire. Okay. Um, you're gonna follow though. Mm-hmm. All right. So you follow in Penwin. Yeah. Okay. So the three of you and Zyko will come as well. So the four of you kind of push open the the flap of the tent, and you can see that people are having a nice little time in there. They're eating, and they seem, despite the circumstances fairly upbeat about it, but you, there is a general like kind of oppressive um, I don't know vibe going on, even when you know, they seem excited like and hopeful Like when a natural disaster happens yeah. everyone's like you, waiting for the shoe to drop or whatever. Yep, like exactly. Clearly trying to stay in high spirits Yes, but, okay. and uh, so it seems a little forced, but they are gnomes and you can see uh, that they're you know, probably doing a lot better than say a human would be in this situation. They have they have better coping mechanisms. They're mm. they're a more lively bunch, much like halflings. And uh, so they're they're eating and they're enjoying. Um, but yeah, you head towards the um, kind of the little counter. They've got a rows of pots set up, and uh, there's a little gnome in a big tall chef hat back there. Looks pretty pleased. He's got an apron on um, and like a dirty shirt on underneath it. And he greets you as you approach. Hello there. Well, hi. What can I help you with? I was just wondering what kind of food you were cooking back here. Oh, I got all sorts of stew. And <laughs> stew. And there's a bit of bread. Why does he sound so creepy? <laughs> all sort. What kind of sorts? Um, well, I've got rock soup. <laughs> it's actually called rock I've got soup. leaf soup. Uh-huh. I got tuna casserole. Just kidding. <laughs> That's a little, me going there. little joke I tell. It's a good one. Thank you. And uh, I got another rock soup, but this one has pepper in it. Oh, I'll take that one. All right. And he drops a giant ladle into this big pot, takes a steaming amount out, and just sloshes it into a wooden bowl for you and hands it. May I have a little bit of that bread also? Oh, sure. Well... You're a bit bigger than the rest of us. You can have a bit more bread. And he has this hunk of, like, kind of flat bread, but, you know, it's bread. Thank you. You're quite welcome. How about you, lad? Um, I'll have some of your rock soup. Which one? Uh, the non-peppery one. You got it. Can I have some bread, too, please? You got it. For dipping. He gives you a much smaller (laughs) piece than he gave Gorble. Thank you. And for you, lad. Yep, um, I'll take bread and whichever soup you recommend best. Okay. <laughs> he gives you a little bit of bread, and he dips into the leaf soup, and he... Here you go. Thank it's going to put hair between your toes. All right. Okay. <laughs> I think that's good. More hair than good? normal. <laughs> <laughs> and how about for you, lad? And Zyko steps up. Um, um... I'll just have the uh, uh, leaf soup, please. You got it. Hands it. <laughs> Any bread? Um, new bread. All right. Zyko's <laughs> counting carbs. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I went for the leaves. 
I will eat my rock soup. <laughs> so you guys sit down. The soup is as described. It's not great, but it's not awful. It's just kind of bland, and um, even with the pepper, not not really anything to write home about. It's a very weak soup. Probably been watered down quite a bit. But with the bread to dip in it. <laughs> yeah, the bread's kind of spongy. It's not... Mm. It's not great, but <laughs> maybe Gorble disagrees, but um, yeah. So it's just, it's a very middling, lower than middling quality. And you guys finish it pretty quick. When you quick. say rock soup, what is in rock soup? I guess you'll have to Full try ingredient it. list now. <laughs> um, it doesn't taste like rocks, and you're not seeing any rocks in there. Are my teeth broken? <laughs> <laughs> you find that all of your teeth have shattered. Huh. <laughs> That's teeth remain. Um, Roll for how many teeth are left. (laughs) (laughs) On a D zero. (laughs) Uh, But no, it's uh, it doesn't hurt you. It's just an average, like I said, below average soup. Okay. Tastes a bit like gruel, maybe if you've ever had gruel. Have you had gruel? Um, that's a bit personal. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to find out. You guys can check my blog on the D20 Syndicate website. <laughs> Seth Soups. His many, many gruel re- recipes. I only make them, I never try them. <laughs> All right. So you guys finish pretty quickly. All right, I'm going to go look for that old guy. Okay. You're gonna... Yeah, let's, let's posse up so we can start making a plan. I don't really want to live down here guys well that's not the plan like, <laughs> I told I told Quinn to we've come been and, here for a while <laughs> I told Quinn to come and get us when he wants to talk more about planning for what if that's never I don't know <laughs> do you want to leave do you want to just go I mean I'm not super fond of living underground well maybe we can go seek him out instead Let's let's go find. <laughs> Maybe him. they're not as high on initiative and gung ho-ness as we are. Uh, I feel like in a in a siege, maybe time is a little bit of the essence. All right, I'm gonna start grabbing little gnomes and be like, Quinn, 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 <laughs> Quinn, where is it, Quinn? They they point in the general direction. You're able to find him after a couple of minutes. All right, um, so who is coming with me? I'll go. All right, I went I'll to go. look for that old guy. Okay, roll an investigation check. Try um, to find him in the sea of gnomes. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen. Um, for now, you haven't found him. Oh. But they're gonna do this thing. Maybe you'll find him when they come back. Okay. Um, so you guys uh, cluster up with with uh, Quinn, and um, and he's got a, he's got a couple others with him, and you guys kind of move out of this area and kind of go down into the, the previous area, the big cavernous hallway. Um, and he kind of leads you guys down there and uh, looks around. All right, so I, d- I wanted to take it away. It can be stressful for the others if they hear the plans going on, especially if it's not a very fun plan, if you know what I mean. So um, I'll tell you what the situation is that we know about. We know that uh, down one, one of the paths... Uh, there's a fire elemental, and he's blocking this door. And it's an ancient door, can only be opened by magic or very strong brute strength. And uh, 
we've, we imagine that eventually they'll get savvy to it and they'll, they'll knock it down or do something, tunnel underneath. Then they got to deal with the elemental. If they happen to beat the elemental, though, we might be in for bad times. But for now, I think we're going to be good. Um, and another path leads, kind of circumnavigates around that. However, we did notice that there were soldiers down there, but they can't cross on account of the uh, subterranean river. And um, it's, it's about 50 feet across and they're having a doozy of a time trying to get across. Do you have any bowmen stationed there? Uh, we, we do not have any bowmen stationed there. Um, they have uh, bowmen, and we've been unable to get in there quickly enough uh, to fire back at them. Are any of you experienced in firing range weapons? Uh, not, not particularly. Uh, there's, a, there's a few of us down here which have a, a little understanding, but for the most part... Uh, we were just the closest to the, uh, the cave entrance. A lot of us are laborers, and so they weren't... Uh, the, a lot of the fighters stayed to fight. How many soldiers are stationed on the other side of that river? Uh, last last to count, uh, it was at least 30. Well, I know that Pinwin can easily pick off a bunch of them from far. He looks over at you kind of appreciatively. I wink at him. <laughs> if you have any, do you have any bows at all? Any other weaponry? Uh, I think there's a few bows down here, yes. Uh, maybe take your most skilled fighters and Pinwin can go down there and pick them off and show, the, show them the ropes on firing arrows and stuff. I got uh, that. So if we go down that path across the river... Will we come out on the other side around those people who are trying to get into the other door with the fire elemental? Uh, yes, seems that way, but we don't know how many are over on the other side. We just know that small group over there. Of it'd, just be, it'd, be, it'd be nice to be able to come at them from another direction to get a, an example of how many there are trying to get in from that other entrance. So if we can head them off from another direction, uh, then that would be for the best. Well, um... That 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 would be good. Do you have any 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 uh, sneaky magic or anything like that? We have some sneaky magic. Well, I think we're well set up then. Um, uh, what else do you need from me? How far? How wide is the river? It's fifty feet across. Fifty feet across. How deep? Uh, it's deep. We're not sure exactly. Hersteg, can you do stuff with water? Wait, he's not there. <laughs> um, maybe her stag could do something with water to get us across. Um, but we have other range stuff that we can do, if need be, to handle the soldiers. All right, um, all right. But I guess the first plan of order would be to clear out those guys, so we can just clear that way. Okay, what else? Other entrances? Anything else you have? Uh, the only other entrance we have down here, other than the one you came down in this section, is uh, the one into the, the bleak place, and that's, I don't recommend that. We, in, in fact, we took great pains to uh, make sure that uh, no one went down that direction when we got here, on ac- even on accident, because we'll never see him again. Now, what other weapons do you have down here? Uh, we, we don't have much. We've got mining tools. Um, we've got... Uh, it, it, unfortunately, most of us didn't have time to grab weapons, and most of us didn't even have any. Uh, down here, down on the lowest level, is where we were all working. And, um, and in fact, the only reason I was in here is because I was doing an, uh, I was a, the foreman for the mine, and I was doing a, a, a kind of a walkthrough to make sure everything was okay when the attack happened. 
Do you have a forge or anything? Uh, at one at one point there was a forge, but that's on the uh, the other side. They uh, they we it's not in this section right here. Other side of what? Uh, kind of the the cave uh, river thing that we were talking about. Okay. Well, we might be able to make more weapons there when we clear that space. It's a bit of a trek. It's better than just staying in one place. We gotta gotta try and take care of this as soon as possible before they get word that there's more of us here to help. I gotcha. Do you know the state of the city when you left it? Like uh, on fire and screaming. Did you see any any well-known captain or anything like that? Like a, a leader, for example? Uh, I saw uh, somebody in uh, Crown's Guard armor. I don't, I don't pay much attention to who, but uh, there was a woman with, with uh, flowing red hair. She had a, she had a nice, uh, sturdy set of armor on her. Does that sound familiar to any of us? Uh, yes, that would sounds exactly like... Uh, 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 Gillivane. Sorry, I forgot her name for a second. The one who protects the crown prince. Oh. Or the young boy king, or whatever you want to call him. When did we last see her? Like, months ago, when you were in uh, Deepminster. That would have been over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Was she still protecting the prince? Was that her job still? When you guys met her? Yeah. Yep. But she, now she's she in originally, Brownfoot Town. Yeah, she protected the king, Gustav, before, and when he was gone... Is the, the boy king here? Uh, no, I didn't see a boy king. But it's it's possible there's a lot of confusion. I'm not sure. Well, it sounds like you're describing Jilvain, and she protected the king. Well, um, I know there was her, and I, I know I saw somebody buzzing around at top speed, just flying all over the place... Uh, with a big spooky mask on. On foot? On foot. Ooh, that sounds like those guys that we fought in that... That manor. Mm. The zippity-doo dudes. Ugh. Well, be careful around them. <laughs> um. Do you guys have any control over your rock monsters? Can they... Do they just guard, or can you make them move and fight? And- well, it used to be, and the... Ancient mythology. We used to um, there. They, you know, there was something that could control the elemental creatures, but uh, that's uh, we we've lost that technology long ago, and uh, we just learned to. They just don't attack us at all if we're a gnome. Uh, pretty bad if you were anything else, but but uh, if you're a gnome, they they don't touch you. Any any tinkers or crafters among you? Oh yeah, we've got got a few of those. Yeah. Do you make stuff out of stone? Uh, not so much stone, mostly metal. Do you use steam or anything? <laughs> like, do we use steam? Boy, oh, this is the town of steam. Everything's steam down here. Well, I know how to work with masonry. Maybe we could build, like, a... Like a vehicle of some kind. Made of stone that could protect everybody. Like a carriage? Sort of. But, like, I'm thinking larger. Like something, uh... Like a moving shield... Something like that that could protect from projectiles. Or- hmm. And he looks over at one of the other guys that has been silent, and he kind of nods to him, and the guy pulls out a a little, like, scratch piece of paper and starts scribbling with charcoal on it. <laughs> <laughs> he ends up doodling like, <laughs> he a just tiny dro- little <laughs> worm with glasses. 
It's the same thing as uh, the Big Lebowski. It's just the, <laughs> the dude dick. with the giant wiener. <laughs> no, I was thinking of flowers. Flowers? The show we're watching. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that show, yeah. So weird. And uh, he, after he gets done scribbling, he turns it, and you can see like a really rudimentary rough sketch of some sort of um, like elongated carriage with a big like snout on the front of it that looks almost like a like a shield in the front. So, something like this, perhaps. I'm going to grab the schematic mm-hmm. and I'm going to change the shield thing to kind of jut out like in the front with like a point sort of mm-hmm. and then fan to the sides backwards. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and maybe add like spikes on there. Okay. He, he, you hand it back to him, he looks. And he just nods silently. So I guess while Pinwin is doing that, you and I can get a team together and start getting some of these minerals. I know Herstag can pull loose some rock and stuff if he needs to, but he's not in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... For Herstag to be doing. Well, I'll get uh, I'll get some, some soldiers together for you, uh, Penwin, and uh, you guys can uh, maybe do what you can with those, but be careful. These are skilled soldiers down there. They uh, they took out a few of us when we originally discovered that they were, they were even here. Well... They don't have as much spirit as me, and that's going to just spread all over, and you can't beat that. So. Well, keep your spirit inside your body, and don't lose it when the <laughs> arrows come flying at you. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get to work then, folks. You find uh, old Herstag, and uh, and uh, Penwin, I'll find you some soldiers. I've never had an army before. Gerble, you have some range skill too, right? A little bit. Do you want to go with Pinwin and help out those soldiers? Oh, yeah. Gorgon would give some great, <laughs> great tips. I, yeah. I suppose I could. You could at least, yeah. like, inspire them to fight better or something. All right. I'll go. <laughs> can I borrow someone's goggles? Um, yeah, you can have mine. He takes the goggles off the top of his head. Be careful with these, though. They're my dad's. I just want to see how well they work. All right. So you put them on, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a there's like a little like little uh, like rolling wheel on the side, almost like a <laughs> those viewfinders, the Disney viewfinders, <laughs> and yeah, you just <laughs> like that, and then you're swamped with light, like it's overwhelming how much light is like yeah. coming in your eyes. Oh yeah, be careful. You want to look down into the darkness with these, um, otherwise you might blind yourself and never be able to see again. I should have probably said that beforehand. I'm realizing this now, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but I was more concerned about the fact that they're an heirloom. I I, I get that. (laughs) But Um, you you look like you have strong eyes, so I I think you're going to be good. Down in the darkness. Down in the darkness. Down in the darkness. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) So you turn, and you can see very, very well, better than your dark vision. Significantly better. Oh, yeah. It's like day down there. Does everyone have a pair of these? Um, just a few of us do. Some of the some of the people who go uh, spelunking down here. How similar Pinwin's goggles? Exactly. Yeah, I was just wondering that. But I don't Out of character, interrupt. No, in character because oh. the audience doesn't know about them. Oh. Um, yeah, I guess I haven't put them on yet. I've just been kind of depending on you guys. <laughs> no, you put them on when we first entered. I was going to say I? you don't yeah. have them on in this dark cavern. Yeah, I didn't you did. Remember saying I did. Once the torch went down. Oh yeah. Um, what are my goggles like? 
Uh, I mean, you, you would describe it as being able to see, basically like having dark vision. It's shades of gray and black and white. Is it like blue? Like tinted? Like those uh, UV sunglasses or whatever? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The little little hint of blue in there as well. And um, that's how you would describe it. These, from, but yours don't give you pain when you're looking at light. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you obviously would want to like protect your eyes, but the way that she reacted when she put them on is a lot different than you would if you were staring into dim light. They're transition lenses. Okay, <laughs> 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 All right, well, uh, I'll, I'll, Penwin, I'll meet you back here in about 25 minutes, and, uh, and uh, I'll have your, your vicious warriors ready. I'll be ready. All right. Um, let's let's get to work then. All right, so you guys enter back into the big cavern. Did Herstag find the guy? And we're gonna go back to them that you then. Um, okay. Eventually, you are able to um, see Herstag. Uh, you able to see this slow little guy wandering around. He's like shorter than all the other gnomes, <laughs> and he's <laughs> like so stooped and everything, and he's moving so very slowly. And in fact, at one point. He very slowly starts to walk by you. He doesn't even seem to see you. <laughs> what was his name again? He, he didn't give you his name. He did. Oh, yeah. They, the, the other guy did. Uh, yeah. Hildo is what he was Hildo. called. Hildo. Uh, hey, Hildo. Been looking all over for you. He just keeps walking. Hild- Hildo. Just keeps walking. I grab him. <laughs> I pick him up. I actually pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> let's hey there. be down. Hey there. Let's, let's Hild- be down. Hildo. Hey. Hey, hey, oh, calm down. Unhand me. I'll summon Remember a we, stick. We, 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 and I'll hit you so hard with it. Put me down, you gigantic brute. <laughs> All right, fine. I set him down in front of me. All right. Is he moving? No, he just kind of stands and, like, <laughs> squints angrily up at you. It's what I thought. All right, Hildo. Remember we talked earlier? I've never seen you before in my you life. You have, you have. You gave me this stick. You summoned a stick for you me. You stole a stick from me! I, you, you di- I didn't. I asked you to go look for spells. Like, maybe you could write, write down a spell for me. Do you remember any of that from earlier? Um. It was a few hours ago. Yeah, of, of course I re- remember. Yes. Yeah. Did you happen to write down that spell? I don't know. <laughs> and he, he reaches into his robes and starts to, like, shift around and, and search... And he pulls out this little strip of parchment. Hmm. Maybe, maybe this. Oh. Can I tell if it's an actual spell? It's an actual spell. Yes. Written what is on, the name of the spell? Uh, how to make nachos. I mean, it doesn't have a name at the top or anything like that. It just tells you exactly how to operate summoning a stick. <laughs> <laughs> maybe her stack could use that... In a stronger capacity, since he's like a nature mage of some kind? Perhaps. However, that's the only description that's given there, but it does have rudimentary instructions on how to summon it. <laughs> okay. I'll uh, put it in my pack. Okay. Um, Herstag, are you hey, thanks assaulting there, this old man? Yeah, see, yeah I see. mean, I was about to, but he cooperated. <laughs> thanks, Hildo. I appreciate it. He sticks his tongue out and blows a raspberry at you. Here's your stick back. It's your stick now! And he (laughs) turns angrily and starts marching off very slowly. What was that? I was trying to find out if they had any spells lying around, but this guy was... mm. I think these are mostly just craft workers and stuff. 
Yeah, that was apparently the only magical one of the bunch. Do you learn spells by reading them? Um, I can if they're if they're uh, ritual spells. I can perform rituals. Um, put them in my little book here. Can you do anything with water? Water. Like if we need to traverse water, get from point A to B? Um, yeah. (laughs) Alright, well we might need your help because there's a path that is blocked by a a small river and there's soldiers on the other side. Pinwin is going to deal with the soldiers with some other men with ranged abilities. Is um, this one of the entrances into the cavern? Yeah. Um Okay, so you got a you got a river blocking So is there soldiers trying to get in? They're already in, they're just on the other side of the river. They haven't been able to afford a cross. Did they so I'm assuming the water is treacherous? I don't know, I haven't been there. Well I'd assume so if it, if they're having trouble getting across. Um, but we're also we we're also gonna build like a like a an like an anti siege machine a protection uh, vehicle to get through the city, uh, and we need a lot of stone to do it. So, however you can help in either capacity would be beneficial. All right, so you you want to get over the river, right? Yeah, and you want some stone. Yeah. Hmm. Well, what do you want to do first? We want to do both simultaneously. I can't really do that. All right, well, choose one. Um. Well, we don't need to get over the river until the soldiers have been taken care of. If you can do stuff at range, then you can help dispatch the soldiers. Oh, yeah, I can do that. All right, well, then I can go with some of these gnomes here and then round up some stone, it'll just take a little longer. Yeah, if you just want to round up some stone, I can kind of make it into whatever you need it to be. If it's not a not too large. Alright, well you go with Pinwin and okay. then I'll go away over there. You're going that way. Yep, see ya. See ya. So, Herstag, <laughs> you head off in that direction and you actually feel um, a weird little prickle, like, along the hairs of your neck. And you almost feel like something is, like, beckoning to you, much like you're one of your oldest memories in the forest. Oh. Do I hear anything? You don't hear anything, but you do feel a, a mild bit of persuasion to head in a specific direction. I will go in that direction. Okay. So you um, exit from that main area... You pass Pinwin, who's waiting out in that little hallway. <laughs> oh, hi, is there a stick? Hey there, Pinwin. Shadow I'm going sitting this there way. patiently. Oh, 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 right. I'll be back. Well, have fun. See you soon. And you head, you keep feeling this summoning feeling, uh, much like, uh, like I said, much like how you used to it. It's getting stronger and stronger as you head towards where you guys entered. and But you feel it. Very, very strongly as you look down that pathway uh, where you saw the roots before. Almost as if you should go down there. I will go down to the roots. (laughs) (laughs) So you head... Quest love! (laughs) (laughs) You uh, head down this passage, and like I said before, you can see the the light that is kind of 
slowly, not slowly, faintly glowing, getting larger and larger as you enter into a decent-sized cavern. The ceiling is a little bit higher, maybe 50 feet, and you can see now these gnarled roots coming everywhere. They're just thick roots. Whatever tree this belongs to is probably pretty big based on the size of these roots. Like, they're easily twice as wide as you are. (laughs) And um, you can see this little pool of water uh, down by the roots. And it seems like at one point you can tell from, uh, like, there's wear around the rim that it was higher. But it has sunk a little bit. Maybe they have been dipping into it for a water source. Mm -hmm. Um, But as you approach... You can you just you're drawn to one specific section of these roots where you can see that there's almost a little opening in them. Oh. And as you get really close, you think you can see something in the opening. I'm gonna walk up and try to s- inspect in there, see what it, what's what happens to be in there. Yeah, go ahead and roll an investigation check. Nineteen. You're fairly certain you see a medium-sized object in there that is square in shape, but doesn't seem to be moving. You just found a Rubik's Cube. (laughs) So I see a shape. Am I, like, right up in the the hole? I, I would anticipate that, or I would assume that you haven't reached in based on the fact that you don't know what's in there, but that's what you can kind of intimate from just with the, like, a ocular pat down. Okay. It's real dark inside these roots, so it's hard to get a good idea. I'm gonna take out that stick that the old guy gave me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna poke it. And as you poke it, <laughs> you actually see that the stick itself vaguely illuminates in your hand, and the shape in there also illuminates the faint green glow, and you can see that it looks to be an old, old book inside these roots. Ooh. I'm gonna pick up the book. Alright, you pick it up, and you can it's see... It's Necronomicon. <laughs> You're fucked. Uh, you can see that it has very old, almost, it would be indecipherable language and runes on the front. Um, but some of them look vaguely druidic, and um, but old. And as you kind of examine it, with, before you open it, you can see that the pages are made of what appears to be leaves and and pressed grass and like stitched together. There's even some like like really thick like almost stone pieces shoved in there. It looks like it's been manhandled quite a bit, but also like different pages have been put in at different times with different material. Cool. Is there any? Can I open the book? Do you want to open the book? I shall. So you crack it. And almost as if you've been waiting for this your whole life, you just feel immediately connected to this book. You're, it's almost as if your soul itself is stitched into it. And as you open it up, you only see one section on the very first page that has any writing. Everything else looks completely blank on it. But on the top, you recognize the, the letters start to swirl a little bit on it, and you can read that it is in Druidic. And it is a spell for purify food and water. Ooh, cool. Awesome. That's fun. And to be continued on the next episode of the Lineage of Moonreach. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. That was dope. Part two will be available at the end of the week. (laughs) Sometime. Sometime. Maybe not. Who knows? Shut up. Just listen. Starfish.